The content of the Tandem Radio Program and website is intended for general information purposes only. It's not designed to provide listeners with specific and personal financial, legal, counseling, professional service, or other advice. The views expressed by show hosts, their guests, and callers are their own and should not be construed in any way as opinions of Tandem Radio or the Bridge FM Network. We must show the world what a free economy can do to reduce unemployment, to put unused capacity to work, to spur new productivity. So when people want to succeed, I say to them, find out the dream that God has for you and then give it your best shot. And with that, you'll be successful. We can restore our economic strength and build opportunities like none we've ever had before. All we need to begin with is faith, and that dream will come true. All we need to do is act, and the time for action is now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Tandem Radio, the good news on business, where each week we seek God's guidance in our business relationships and answer your questions as we walk in integrity together. We want to welcome all of our radio and global internet listeners to the program. And now, here's our host, Glenn DeLakian. You will eat the fruit of your labor. Blessings and prosperity will be yours, says Psalms 128.2. Good morning and welcome to Tandem Radio Live. We are just fired up about the show today. We hope you're enjoying this beautiful fall day. It's gorgeous outside and uh, just a day to rejoice in the Lord. Welcome to those of you who are listening, not only in our regional uh, FM audience, but also our national and international audience through the internet on tandemradio.com. It's always exciting to get your emails and uh, your calls about uh, questions about business in general, and that's what we're all about. We call our show the Good News on Business because our focus is on the good news, the Word of God, and and what uh, He has to say about your business. And our goal is to help you walk in integrity every day in your business and to seek Him for wisdom and guidance. There's just so much out there in the Bible that'll tell you about how to guide yourself and, of course, guide your business as well. And we hope you'll take advantage of that. So welcome to all of you who have interest in um, learning more about business, learning more about your direction and the finances and uh, economy and so forth, and most importantly, learning more about your place in God and His Word. And as we do each week, we start off with some scriptures, and these scriptures God put on my heart during the week. And, and at times, they line right up with what we're talking about, and sometimes they don't seem to line up at all. But by the end of the show, God pulls it all together because this is a Holy Spirit-guided uh, show, and um, uh, it helps us to uh, realize that God is in everything that we do when we're able to tie these scriptures together in a show like this. Our guest today, as we have every week we bring in a guest, is Thomas Corley. He's an author, a business owner, and a CPA, and a CFA, and a bunch of other stuff, which we're going to get back to Tom in a minute. But uh, let me start off with the scriptures today, and uh, we'll start our show from there. First one is Proverbs 13.22. A good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children, but a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. Luke 14, 28. Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Will he not first sit down and estimate the cost to see if he has enough money to complete it? Matthew 25, 34. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come you who are blessed by my father. Take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Our theme of our show today is Where to Retire. That's the title of today's show, Where to Retire. And we have someone with us today that wrote a book right 
on that subject. A friend of mine, Tom Corley, who uh, we've known each other for a while, but he's also a, a business owner, a great author, and a CPA, and I want to welcome to the show Tom. Tom, thanks for being with us this morning. Uh, thanks for having me, Glenn. I appreciate you. Every time you ask me, I jump right at it because I know <laughs> this is a wonderful program. Yeah, you've been on before, and I truly appreciate you coming in today, Tom. Tom, why don't you refresh our audience's mind? Tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Well, my background uh, is I'm a CPA. I'm also a certified financial planner. I run a uh, CPA firm, Surface and Company, out in Rahway, and uh, also a financial planning firm. Uh, we help th- thousands of clients um, manage their money, manage their businesses. Uh, we help them with retirement, which is why I'm here today. Um, in fact, um, We'll talk a little bit about it later, but that the reason for the book was because of my clients, their needs, trying to fulfill their needs. Every time a need comes up that's uh, where it's frequent enough, I'll write an article or a book about it. Mm, there you go. Well, it's. Um, I want to make clear that although Tom's a CPA, we're here to talk about his book specifically and that impact on us overall. So if you're a business owner out there and you're thinking uh, this is going to be just financial talk, that's not what our focus is today. But it's going to be something I think really is going to help you because the scripture says uh, we need to prepare for things. And uh, as it says here, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Will he not first sit down and estimate the cost to see if he has enough money to complete it? And many of us are looking ahead. Uh, If you're a sharp business owner, you're looking ahead uh, and always trying to see where your business is going, where you're going personally. But most importantly, as we say on the show often, you're keeping in mind that you want to start with the end in mind. So where do you want to be 20 years from now, 30 years from now? Certainly when it's time to retire, I know you don't want to be depending on the government to take care of you. (laughs) If you're listening to this show and you're depending on on the government to take care of you, you're going to be getting a rude awakening <laughs> because we'll give it to you straight here and we're not going to sugarcoat it. Uh, it's not about that. Uh, God takes care of us, of course, and if we're prudent and follow his wisdom, uh, he'll give us the strength and the understanding and the wisdom to know how to take care of ourselves so we don't have to depend on others when it comes time for retirement. Uh, funny thing about today's show, I, I kind of struggled with the title uh, a little bit, and I, I like to keep my title simple and basic, where to retire, uh, but uh, what I found in my study of scripture. And if you're listening out there, uh, if, I, if I'm making a mistake in this, let me know. But uh, I don't think there's a word for the retirement in the Bible. So uh, I don't know that it talks about retirement at all, but uh, certainly preparing for the future is clear in there. And we're going to touch on that thing because it is important in our lives and in our generations to be prepared and not to just throw things out into the wind. Um, as I said, Tom is a CPA, business owner, and an author. He's written uh, a previous book that he was on the show for, and now his newest book, and I'm going to let him tell you more about that. But uh, again, you're listening to Tandem Radio Live, and tandemradio.com is just a powerful resource center where you can get not only links to uh, Tom's information, but also links to our previous shows and uh, all types of information about how to help you and help your business, and most importantly, help you walk in integrity every day following God's guidance and Scripture. And if you'd like to call in today and ask Tom any questions, we're going to throw out the 800 number today at 800-575-9564, Or you can email a question in at info at tandemradio.com. That's info at tandemradio.com. We'd love to get your questions. And if you do call in or, or if you send an email in, if we don't get your question on the air, we'll get you an answer one way or another uh, for your question when it's especially about business. So stay focused. we got a lot coming up today. Today, and we're going to talk more about uh, retirement and so forth, but mostly we're going to be focused on something that I think was very interesting in this book that Tom just wrote. So, Tom, 
Let's start with uh, talking about uh, your career first, and then we'll move on to uh, the book itself. Uh, you're a CPA. You, you decided, obviously, early in your life you wanted to get into accounting. Tell us, why a career in accounting? Well, uh, my dad uh, told me when I was uh, just starting out in college, he said, um, if you become an accountant, you'll never starve. <laughs> now, I know there's a lot of business owners out there, and sometimes you're successful, and sometimes you stumble. And, you know, in my family, it was no different. My dad was a, a real entrepreneur, and we stumbled. And at that point, then when he gave me that information, uh, we were stumbling. We were struggling. So um, I latched onto it, and I said, I don't want my family ever to have to go through this. So at least if I have my CPA, I can always make a living. And everything beyond that would be just gravy, just icing on the cake. Mm. Uh, that was the... Um, plus being good at math. <laughs> I was good at math, and sometimes that's a curse because <laughs> you can become uh, certain things. You know, Just because you're good at something doesn't mean you have a passion for it. Right. You have to really – passion is important. I was good at accounting. I was good at math, uh, and I got into other things mm. after uh, the accounting that I had a passion for. Mm. Now, has your accounting degree helped you across the board? I mean, or is you, you know, your CPA, obviously that gives you insights. Uh, does, does that account help you account across the board in all your business endeavors? It, it, if, you, if you really have a strong comprehension of accounting, accounting is the language of business. So if you understand debits and credits, how a balance sheet works, how, how a profit and loss statement works, uh, it's, it's much easier to plan to build that tower than it is when you don't have that background. Mm. And so the CPA, if anything, it, what it's done for me is it's given me the tools that allow me to advise businesses. For example, I had a business owner come in and wanted me to evaluate his business, and, and at the end of the hour, I told him, close it down. <laughs> it's never going to make any money. He was mad at me, closed down his business, went on to do something else uh, related to web development, right. and is now making a lot of money. Mm. And he keep and he calls me and lets me know that. Mm. So sometimes being an accountant, uh, it gives you the tools that allow you to evaluate businesses, uh, whether or not they're a good business to go into, or a business that you should be shutting down and doing something else that you're passionate about. Mm. That's so important. And I'm always amazed, Tom, and maybe you find this, maybe you don't, but I'm always amazed at how many business owners really don't even know how to read their own financial statements. And, you know, they, they have an accountant churn them out every year and spitting them out and so forth. And, but when it comes down to nuts and bolts, they really don't even know what they're seeing. Do you find that, that most I've, business owners don't I've, have that? I'm going to say 70% of the, the business owners out there can't read a balance sheet or a P&L, mm. uh, maybe more. Uh, what they look at is their bank account. <laughs> and, wh and what happens is they stay small businesses. Mm. Uh, that's unfortunate. If you want to grow and become really successful, you know, Ford used to say if he didn't um, know something, he would hire the people that did. Well, in a small business, if you don't understand accounting, you better have someone in-house that does mm. because it's going to be a real struggle for you to grow your business. And if that's someone that you have is your CPA – then you should be communicating with them on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, that's a problem that I see often in my practice is they want to talk to me, but they just don't want to pay us the money because it costs money to talk to me. Right. So that what they do is they, they 
they cut their nose off to spite their face. Right. They won't talk to me. They and they make mistakes. And the next the next conversation we're having is two years down the road, and it's how do you file for bankruptcy? Yeah, yeah. It's funny you mention that because uh, as you know, one of my companies is really on the grow, and we're expanding. And uh, my bookkeeper came to me yesterday and said, uh, "Do you mind if I call the uh, the accountant on a regular basis?" Um, and I said, "You can call him anytime you want. I mean, I want that employee involved with our CPA on a regular basis, and it's so so important. So I appreciate that advice for sure." And and again, you know, if you're a business owner out there and you're saying to yourself, ah, the financial statements aren't important to me or whatever, I think you re- need to rethink that. And the first place you should go is to your accountant and uh, make sure that uh, he helps you to understand them. And there's nothing wrong when your accountant sends you your financial statements to say, hey, can I have an hour of your time? I want to come into the office and sit down and can you explain them to me so that you know what real profit and loss is? Because like you, Tom, and you know I do a fair amount of business consulting, uh, I get people to come to me and they lay out their scenario and I say, you know what? You need to shut this down or you need to do something else. You need to realize you are not making money in this business. And so many businesses... Yeah, I I get people, I said, hey, did you intend to start a not-for-profit organization? (laughs) And they look at me like, what do you mean, you know? But uh, that's a whole other topic we'll we'll dig deep into right after the break. Again, we're here with Tom Corley, who's an author, business owner, and the CPA. And uh, we're going to talk more about that. And our topic today is where to retire. Tom, this is exciting. Tom went out and looked at, I think you said over 3,000, right? 3,020 communities. It's the broadest analysis um, of any... Um, Money Magazine, CNN Money, uh, Kiplinger's have have scratched the surface of this. 3,020 communities across the nation. Great. So we're going to talk about these 3,020 communities that Tom has looked into, dug into, and found the the top ones uh, to retire to if you're uh, if you're planning. Well, hopefully you are planning no matter what age you're at, but when you're ready to plan, if you do decide you want to move somewhere to retire effectively or most effectively, Tom researched the 3,020 so you don't have to do it. So uh, we're going to talk more about that in a few. You listen to Tandem Radio Live. This is Glenn DeLake and your host here every Saturday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We got a lot coming up for you. Uh, Tom's filled with information and and, uh, statistics that are just going to blow your mind, and we're going to have fun doing it all in God's Word. So stay tuned. We got more to talk about in the Scriptures, more guidance to give you and help you walk in integrity every day in your business. You're listening to the Good News on Business here on The Bridge FM. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry, starting back in the 1950s by sports legends like Branch Rickey, Otto Graham, and John Wooden. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. Billy Graham wrote, FCA has grown into the most extensive ministry of its type in the world. For more information, our FCA link at tandemradio.com. When potential clients Google your business name or what you do, do you come up in the top five? If not, someone else is getting many of your sales opportunities. Search engines like Google and others are becoming more important to generating new business. With more people tuning out traditional advertising, search engines allow you to show up when customers are actually searching for what you offer. You Can Be Found has a proven record of helping businesses get found with rates that fit your budget. We offer free website analysis to help you understand your best options. More on You Can Be Found at tandemradio.com. 
See, SAV Systems can help you look and sound better. Is the word being heard clearly in your church? Do your sound and video presentations make your business look good? Is technology a struggle? You can let CSAVSystems.com provide the right technology to meet your needs as well as your budget. They've been designing professional sound and video systems for schools, churches, conference rooms, auditoriums, retail malls, hospitals, and more for over 25 years. CSAVSystems.com works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact. Whether you need wireless microphones, XM satellite music, or sophisticated teleconferencing, CSAVSystems.com can help you enhance your business. To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732-577-0077 or online at csavsystems.com, a sponsor of Tandem Radio. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn Delakian, and uh, we're excited to be here this morning talking to Thomas Corley, who's uh, the author of Rich Habits and also the author of Top 100 Cheapest Places to Retire in the U.S. in 2012. I know it's a mouthful there, but there's a lot of information in that book, and we're going to talk about that today. Tom's also a business owner and a CPA, but let's uh, hit our scriptures again. Today, Proverbs 13.22, a good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children, but a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. Luke 14.28, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Will he not first sit down and estimate the cost to see if he has enough money to complete it? That's such a powerful scripture for business owners. And then the last one today is Matthew 25, 34. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. So, Tom, thanks again for being here this morning. We really appreciate it. And uh, you've authored two books. You've been in your own business. Let's get back to uh, talking a little bit more about you, and then we'll get into um, the top 100 cheapest places to retire. Um, let's start off with business ownership. You, you, you got out of college. You're a CPA. Why did you go into your own business? Well, I was um, always interested in, in being an entrepreneur. I think it's in my blood. <laughs> I, it's something I have absolutely no control over. I, even if I, and I tried to control it, I st- started out in uh, public accounting, worked for Arthur Anderson for a little while, um, and in the back of my mind was always this, um, like Jimmy the Cricket, telling me you got to go into business. That's where you belong, and uh, it's the creative part of being human. You entrepreneurship. That's why the United States is such a great place to live because. You know, for the most part, we have been very favorable towards entrepreneurs. Mm. Uh, and if um, you're a human being, it's your your humanity screaming out to you to, to uh, start a business because we're creative. And that uh, part of me was screaming out. And uh, it took a while for um, I turned that voice off for a very long time because of what I had gone through in my uh, life, childhood life, mm-hmm. with the ups and downs. Um, my father being an entrepreneur. Uh, I didn't want my family to go through that, but I found a balance, and uh, the balance was um, I ended up acquiring a CPA firm and have been running it for the last uh, 
eight or nine years, mm. and I enjoy it. I enjoy the uh, entrepreneurial part of it. Mm. Well, you know, when God puts that burn in us, whatever that burn may be, boy, there's no stuffing it down, right? I mean, it's just uh, you. You can you... you can try. You can try, <laughs> uh, but if you, if you are successful, what you'll at the end of your life, what you'll be filled with is regrets. Yeah, and it's like Job uh, when God told him to go to Nineveh. He had something for Job. He wanted him to do, and and I'm not not that Job. I'm space now. To, totally, Jonah. Uh, he was sending Jonah to Nineveh. He had to go. Had to go, and uh, uh, he had to put that in there. But he didn't want to go. But really, that was his calling, and he went and saved Nineveh. It was kind of unbelievable. But um, uh, anyway, once that's in your heart, I, I had read a book. They said they called it the, the uh, entrepreneur gene. Once it's in you, it burns there. So, so you followed this entrepreneurial gene. You got into your own business. Uh, you've been running Surface now for a while. Um, why'd you turn to writing? Uh, obviously, you're an author. I I love the books. Um, why'd you turn to writing? I've been writing since 1997, and mostly for I was doing it for enjoyment. It's the creative part of me coming out. But um, I began serious writing uh, in 2004, mainly on a technical level, trying to respond to my clients' uh, questions. And a, since I'm a good writer, I felt the best way to, to address their issues was to spend time writing articles on the topics that were affecting them the most. Mm. And Rich Habits, my first book that I came out with, was uh, born, uh, it was five years' worth of research that was born because of a client who was struggling financially and asked me what he was doing wrong. Mm. And I didn't know. Um, Most CPAs don't know uh, what you're doing wrong because most, most of the time what you're doing wrong relates to your daily habits. You're mm. doing certain things every day incorrectly. And so I, I did a study, five-year study, on s- somewhere in the neighborhood of four or 500 individuals, wealthy and poor, and found out that there were uh, certain habits that rich people had every single day that uh, they used that made them successful and certain bad habits that poor people used every day that made them poor. Uh, so Rich Habits was my first uh, effort in writing a book, and it, was, it, t- it turns out it was a quite quite an enjoyable experience and a lot of people like the book um that i let me and then let me lay the groundwork if mm-hmm. i may sure. for the second book I, i'm going to take you for a little stroll down memory lane back in july of 2007 the dow jones industrial average hit uh, 14,164 that was its height in january of 2009 it was at 6,547 <laughs> now the boomers that were near retirement I remember boomers started retiring, I think it was the beginning of 2006. I think they hit 62. Boomers near retirement went into a panic after seeing their retirement assets uh, drop by 40% or more. Um, And now today, the Dow Jones is at 11,644. Still a big difference from the 14,164. They have not recouped uh, their retirement assets. So I began to see a lot of boomers in my office who were asking me, a question, uh, where are the cheapest places to retire? Where can I go mm. to retire? Because obviously I'm not going to get my retirement assets back. I don't, I don't have enough time. So uh, enough asked that question, started out as an article, and now it's over, after two years of research, it's, a, it's become a book. And uh, what I'm trying to do is answer the question, where are the cheapest places to retire in the U.S. now? Mm. And what sets my book apart from every other source that's out there, and trust me, there are a lot. Of, there's a lot of information on the internet on this stuff. Is that I'm focusing on the cheapest places, mm. current data, and uh, it's one-stop shopping. There's you go, you look at the book, 
There's 100 places right there. They're the cheapest places. Mm. Uh, you don't have to peck around the Internet, as I found out you have to do, right. uh, to find out on you know Kiplinger's or on CNN or Money. You have to pull all this stuff together, and then after you know a week of looking at it, you've got you know you've got some information that you can work with to help you make a decision. Now, not with this book. You just read the book, and you'll understand exactly where the cheapest places are. Well, that that's one of the things, and I want to digress for a second because I, I do want to get heavily into the book. But um, that's one of the reasons why I like your writing, Tom, because your writing's always been a response to your clients' needs, and and I think that's very realistic. Sometimes you read books today, and the author's so detached; they really they went out and did a research project. So what? You know, I mean, all right, it's impressive, but you know, and people buy the book. But what I like about what you're talking about here, you are, you're a CPA for all these years. You have a firm now that you've been involved that you've owned now for ten years or so, and these are direct responses to people's needs. And, and what I love about it is it's very timely. And, and if you're listening right now, you're going to hear some real factual and direct information. I mean, I'm going to ask Tom to give some of the statistics. I heard Tom speak uh, this past week, and we were talking about uh, some, I was listening to some of the statistics he was throwing out. And in the next segment, we're going to talk about that stuff. So stay tuned. You're going to want to write down some of these things. But again, this response to your client's needs is what, what has impressed me. So let's talk about rich habits for a minute. You know, you had people coming to you and saying, what am I doing? wrong. So what, what did you do there? Well, initially, my CPA reaction was, let me take a look at your books uh, more closely and analyze uh, certain aspects of your business and see if they're in line with industries, averages. And I did all of that. And it turns out that it did not give me the uh, answer that I needed. So um, I start, one night, I remember just waking up in the middle of the night uh, and and there was a voice in my head. You could uh, say, Glenn, and we can all say that it was God speaking through me. Maybe it was. I don't know. But the voice essentially said that uh, it's it's the daily habits. Mm. And and so I, I woke up and I remember talking to my wife about it. And I ended up spending five years studying the daily habits of wealthy people and poor people. Five mm. years. I had no idea I was going to write a book on it. I just was trying to answer a client's question. <laughs> because I didn't know the answer, and I hate when I don't know the answer to something, so I right. try and get, get the information to help me find an answer. I found that there were no answers out there. There's, Like you said before, a lot of these self-help, a lot of people will write books, and they'll paint with broad strokes. Um, they'll say uh, things like, oh, you need to work hard. Right. You need to be industrious. You need to think smart or work smart. What does that mean? It means <laughs> absolutely nothing. It's there because it's not wrong. It's not right. It's there to sell a book. Right. I wanted to find out exactly what you should be doing every single day if you wanted to be successful and what you should not be doing every single day. And I came up uh, with um, Rich Habits is really 10 habits that wealthy people uh, have adopted. And in the Jewish religion, they call it traditions. Mm. Very interesting. You know, pe people always associate uh, business success with Jewish people, and there's a reason for it. They teach traditions. In the Jewish uh, co community, they teach rich habits, and we need to be doing that in, in our um, lives. We need to be—our parents and our schools need to be teaching our children these rich habits, these mm. traditions, like, mm. like they do in the Jewish community. And uh, if they do, they're going to grow up and be very successful because they're going to—all these rich habits are our success habits. They're mm. the things that you need to be doing. Now, they're not easy to do. Right. But if you're taught them as a child by your parents or by the schools, which they're not the, today, right. uh, then uh, you, if you're taught these things, then you will be successful. There's no question about it. 
I love that you mentioned traditions, Tom, because, you know, the Bible's filled with those traditions. It's, it's so very clear. And, and I always tell people, you know, um, the, the Jewish people seem to look like the chosen people because they believe they are. You know, I mean, obviously the Bible says they're the chosen people. Well, they believe it, you know, and that's why they go down that path often and are very successful in business. So the point is that uh, God's written these traditions down. They're in the Word, in Proverbs, and Psalms, and so many different stories, both Old and New Testament. And that's one of the goals of our show is to point you to the good news on business. And again, we're Tandem Radio, tandemradio.com. Tom Corley's here today. He's got so much more for you in the next segment. We're going to get be drilled down into uh, some of these rich habits and also, most importantly, get onto the topic of the top 100 cheapest places to retire in the U.S. 2012. You're going to want to hear these stats, especially whether you're close to retirement or not. I mean, if you're a 25-year-old out there listening right now going, what am I worried about retirement for? Believe me, it's a good thing to know now as opposed to later. And if you're right ready for retirement, we got the information for you. Stay tuned. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, FCA, has become a worldwide Christian sports ministry. The vision of FCA is to see the world impacted for Jesus Christ through the influence of athletes and coaches. In 1956, 256 high school students went to the very first FCA camp in Estes Park, Colorado. Last summer, we had over 48,000 athletes and coaches attend FCA camps all over the country. More information at tandemradio.com. There are times in life when everyone needs a caring attorney they can trust. As your lawyer, I will always treat you with the utmost respect, honesty, and care when representing your legal needs. The Law Office of Judith Amorsky handles criminal, municipal, civil, and family matters, business needs, real estate, and estate planning. I also handle debt reduction and bankruptcies. To make an appointment or to speak with me directly, Judy Amorsky at 732-683-1227 or my website at tandemradio.com. Hi, I'm Deborah Weiss, your certified short sale specialist with Keller Williams Realty. If you owe more on your home than current market value and need to sell for any reason, a short sale might be the answer. Once again, I'm Deborah Weiss with Keller Williams Jersey Shore, serving Monmouth and Ocean Counties. For more information, my number is 908-670-9896 or online at shortsalespecialistnj.com. That's shortsalespecialistnj.com. Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. You're listening to Tandem Radio, the good news on business. Call our show at 1-800-575-9564 or visit our website at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. Uh, this is your host, Glenn Delakey, and today we're talking on places about places to retire. Where to retire is the uh, title of the show today, and uh, we are, of course, the good news on business, focused on God's Word and where He wants us to be. And uh, He has so many insights uh, in into not only our personal lives, but our business life, and I just want to encourage business owners, don't turn them off on Monday morning, you know. Uh, we need prayer today more than ever before, and I know Tom and I were talking about that on the break, and it's so important that we realize that God's in it. He wants to be in your life. And if you invite him in, uh, that's what's going to have, the, I think, the biggest impact on your business. 
So we're here today with Tom Corley, who's an author, a business owner, and a CPA. And Tom wrote a book called Rich Habits, and then now he wrote a new book that just came out called Top 100 Cheapest Places to Retire in the U.S. 2012. So I know it's a long title, but it's filled with amazing information. I'm going to ask Tom to talk about some of the stats that he used. Um, Just the one that blew me away was 320 places to live he researched in depth so that you and I wouldn't have to do that and came up with the top 100. So uh, it's good stuff. So Tom, again, welcome today. It's good to have you on the show. Thank you. Um, we were talking about habits, rich habits, and I want to finish up on that uh, because I thought that was a great book. Uh, why don't you throw just one or two of the top uh, of the top rich habits that you found in, in drilling down into that area? Well, the one that I I really think is the most important rich habit is uh, setting goals. Now, if you read self help books, they'll mm-hmm. tell you, oh, it's important to set goals, but they don't tell you how to do it. Right. They don't say, well, what kind of goals? Number one. Number two, uh, what is a goal? Mm. Now, I found out um, at the age of, I guess I was 45 when I embarked on writing Rich Habits or researching it. Uh, I found out that after all of those years of being in business, uh, after getting my undergraduate degree, getting my graduate degree, getting my CPA, getting my CFP, getting all these licenses, I found out I didn't know what a goal was. Mm. Uh, And now I had been taught goals in school, and my parents, I guess, were trying to teach us goals. Uh, But what I found out was that a goal goal is not a wish, and a wish is not a goal. Mm. If you want to set a goal, a goal, for example, isn't I want to make $250,000 a year. That's a wish. Wishes don't come true. (laughs) What you want to do is you want to set specific uh, smaller goals like I'm, in order for me to make that 250000 what do I have to do? Maybe I have to make, if you're in the insurance business, life insurance, for example, I use it as an ex- example, maybe you have to make 10 cold calls every single day. Mm. Maybe you have to have one meeting every single week. Uh, and what do you have to do specifically? A goal is a goal when it's tied to activity, physical mm. or mental activity, not wishing. Wishings, and we're taught goals by everybody in the, in the self-improvement industry incorrectly. Mm. When, you, when, when they say set a goal, I want to buy a house, not a goal. Here's the goal. I'm setting aside $300 a week for the next three years mm. to buy this house, which right. is my wish. Right. So a goal is a physical activity. That's, that's a, and there's five types. There's daily goals. There's um, monthly goals. There's uh, current year goals, annual goals, there's next year goals, and there's five-year goals, Mm. all different types of goals. The second one that's one of my favorite is um, live live your life in moderation. In every aspect of your life, live uh, moderately. Now, perfect example of this is Warren Buffett from a financial standpoint. He is living in the same house he was, um, he got married in in 1951. Hmm. His house, I'm telling you there are houses a block from here that blow his house away. Right. But he's the rich, one of the richest guys in the world. <laughs> why, is, why is it okay for him to live, not have to live in a castle? Right. Because he, belie- he believes he's been taught the rich habit of living your life in moderation. It's such a habit, he can't break it to this day. Mm. He can't live outside of moderation. That's what we need to teach our kids in the schools and at home. Uh, we're not. And you can see that with all of the McMansions being built in New Jersey. Right. It's incredible. It's incredible. Well, those are two great points, Tom, and certainly helpful. And if you want the rest of them, 
Make sure you get the book Rich Habits by Thomas Corley, the author. And, and Glenn, I just want to point out, you can go on www.richhabits.net. Mm, okay. www.richhabits.net. Otherwise, you won't know how to get it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So uh, get to richhabits.net. There will also be a link to richhabits.net on the tandem path, tandemradio.com website. So be sure to check that out as well. So, Tom, so we, we, we brought this all together into Rich Habits, and, and you went through the five years of research to make that happen. And then all of a sudden, something popped up uh, anew that your clients were looking for. Again, all of this in response to your clients. You had clients starting to come to you saying, where am I going to retire? I got less income, less uh, ability. Uh, uh, what do I do? Where do I go? Right. So you physically took on the challenge and said, I'll find a place for you to go, right? Well, initially I said, you know what? There's a lot of websites out there on um, the best places to retire. And so the clients started coming back to me and they said, you know, it's not answering my question. They're, yeah, they're great places to retire, but I can't afford them. Mm. And they said, my question to you is this, where should I move? because I can't afford to live in New Jersey any longer mm. because my retirement assets have dropped. So I said, I, I have to research this. And so I ended up writing an article that I, uh, I think it was uh, titled The Best Most Affordable Places to Retire. I focused on 10 locations. But that was just the beginning of my research, uh, which encompassed 3,020 communities wow. across the United States. And I, what Did you I, go and visit all these? <laughs> Pensacola I visited. <laughs> go ahead. I wish I could visit all of them because the top 100 are amazing places, just amazing places to live and cheap. Uh, Pensacola, for example, uh, for those who want to be uh, have a place in, let's say, uh, that you're renting or you, uh, uh, that you downsized in New Jersey, and now you've, you uh, have a, you can buy a place in Pensacola for 200000 mm. anywhere, right. just about, and uh, live on the beach, practically. I mean, where are you going to get that? That's, it's a very affordable, uh, and there's other examples um, that we can talk about. We'll definitely get into those. We have a call coming in. Uh, if you're listening and you want to call in, feel free to call in for Tom at 800-575-9564. That's 800-575-9564. We have a caller on the line that has a question for you, Tom. Uh, who do we have on the line? Hi, this is Tom. Hi, Tom. Tom. So, Tom, Hi, Tom, you have a question for Tom? Sure do. <laughs> Good. Let's hear it. Hi, Tom. I've got uh, 23 and a half years in with the state of New Jersey. Uh, been a New Jersey resident all my life. Uh, have a wife and four kids, and uh, looking to retire. And uh, you got a suggestion on where a good place to go is? Well, let me, before I answer that, let me ask you this: Do you have grandchildren? Not yet, no. Okay, but you you have kids. I do. Four children: uh, 25, 24, 19, and 17. Uh, so very similar to to my situation. Well, they're going to have kids. <laughs> uh, at least uh, we hope so, right? So. Right. Um, my, so my question to you is, uh, do you, are you intending to downsize and stay in New Jersey, number one? And number two, do you also want to do uh, what a lot of people do, which is move, find an inexpensive place to live, say, down south somewhere? Down south somewhere is what my wife and I have been talking about. So, but, I mean, it's, it's still almost two years away, so you know, we're kind of just tossing everything around right now. That's not that long. <laughs> that's that's not that long. It comes fast. But would you be living there then um, and leaving New Jersey to go south? That's what we'd like to do, yeah. It's kind of expensive to live in New Jersey, and, of course, uh, we hear that it's uh, a little little less expensive and, uh, and better um, way of living down south. So, yeah, we'd like to head down to the Carolinas maybe. 
Okay, well, there's uh, Charleston uh, uh, in uh, South Carolina, I think, is on my list. Uh, There's some places in North Carolina. Um, North Carolina, right on the border of South Carolina, there's quite a few places there. Um, Sunset Beach is not on my list, but there's uh, Calabash is another one. Um, There's, uh, if you go a little bit further south, uh, there's plenty of places in uh, Florida, which are very inexpensive. The issue... um, even though North Carolina and South Carolina made my list, um, the issue you, that your retirees are going to run into in North Carolina is they keep increasing uh, the income tax down there. Uh, they've done it, uh, I guess, twice since I started researching uh, these places. So uh, the what you really want is you want to find not only a uh, place that's inexpensive housing, low property taxes. That's North Carolina, by the way, very low property taxes. Uh, low sales taxes. Sales taxes can eat um, 7%, 8%. It, that takes a lot out of your, your pocket. So what what you're going to find out, Dover, Delaware is another one that came up on my list. That might be something that you'd be interested in because you can stay kind of close to uh, the kids when they ha- right. start having kids. So, Tom, I right. think the point is that uh, there are obviously circumstances, whether you're going to stay local or you're going to move out of the area. And uh, I, I want to strongly recommend you go to uh, richhabits.net, and uh, you can uh, it's an e-book that you can get there as well, I believe, and mm-hmm. uh, grab it, and, and it'll give you the top titles. Tom, I want to thank you for calling in today. And uh, I heard you're doing something with Motorcycle Ministry, right? Real quick. We are, real quick. Uh, Trinity Motorcycle Ministry. Uh, in association with the Ashley Lauren Foundation, we're trying oh, okay. to ra- raise money for uh, the Ride for Hope, mm. which is coming up this Saturday, October 22nd. Um, it's a great foundation. Um, all the proceeds go to the Ashley Lauren Foundation for kids with cancer, and we're going to be doing a motorcycle run, about an 80-mile run through Ocean and Monmouth County, and uh, we just encourage anybody that's uh, interested in coming out uh, to be there at Tommy's Coal Fire Pizza in Brick at okay. about 9 o'clock. All right, we'll talk about that more after the break. Tom, thanks so much for calling in. That's the Ashley Lauren Foundation ride. That there, uh, we'll mention more details about that right after this break. Tom, thanks, and uh, we got much more for you with Tom Corley talking about the top 100 cheapest places to retire in the U.S. CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better. Is the word being heard clearly in your church? Do your sound and video presentations make your business look good? Is technology a struggle? You can let CSAVSystems.com provide the right technology to meet your needs as well as your budget. They've been designing professional sound and video systems for schools, churches, conference rooms, auditoriums, retail malls, hospitals, and more for over 25 years. CSAVSystems.com works with you to find the right mix of technology to help make a greater impact. Whether you need wireless microphones, XM satellite music, or sophisticated teleconferencing, csavsystems.com can help you enhance your business. To find out more about how CSAV Systems can help you look and sound better, the number is 732-577-0077 or online at csavsystems.com, a sponsor of Tandem Radio. Are you cutting back at the office? Find yourself wearing more hats than ever? Need to do marketing to generate business but just don't have the time? Right Impressions is here to help. Our professional staff has been trained by the best, and now we can pass our experience on to you to support your business. We serve companies of every shape and size. Right Impressions can ensure every impression is the right impression. For more information, the number is 732-614-5099 or online at tandemradio.com. 
Hi, my name is George McGovern, Director of Athletes in Action in the New York metro area. Athletes in Action is a global pioneer and servant leader in sport ministry. AIA staff and volunteers have shared the gospel with athletes, coaches, and sports fans around the world. Locally, Athletes in Action staff are training godly professional and collegiate athletes to do the same. Whether it's a father-son breakfast, a sports clinic, or a school assembly, AIA creates opportunities for athletes to share the good news. For more information, go to our Athletes in Action link at tandemradio.com. Well, welcome back to Tandem Radio Live. This is your host, Glenn Delakian, and uh, we're here with Tom Corley, who's uh, talking about his newest book, The Top 100 Cheapest Places to Retire in the U.S. in 2012. And uh, that's the topic of our show today, is where to retire. But let's uh, bring the scriptures back into this again. And Proverbs 13, 22, A good person leaves an inheritance for their children's children, but a sinner's wealth is stored up for the righteous. Uh, Luke 14, 28, Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Will he not first sit down and estimate the cost to see if he has enough money to complete it? Like our caller called in a little while ago, you certainly have to plan, you have to know, you have to uh, get a good strong feel for where you want to be and then plan for that accordingly. Matthew 25, 34, and of course this is the crux of it, I think. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. God's created a kingdom for us since the creation of the world, and those who believe in his Son, Jesus Christ, your inheritance is going to be waiting for you, no, one way or another. But there's also that inheritance in this life that we want to prepare for, and that's why we have our guest on today. Again, Tom Corley, who's business owner, CPA, and author of Rich Habits, and uh, now his latest book, Top 100 Cheapest Places to Retire in the U.S. in 2012. And again, he put that 2012 on there because this could be a moving target, obviously. And uh, Tom, I know you did a lot of research. Uh, let's talk briefly about a couple of the statistics. I thought it was pretty interesting, some of the research you had to do. Now, start Starting off again with that enormous number of 3,020 places that you looked into, what were some of the other criteria that you looked at to decide how to recommend this to people? Well, I had to imagine the magnitude of 3,020. I had to um, vet out uh, some of the communities by uh, the housing values. Mm. And uh, so what I did is I set the um, housing value at 250,000. Right. Anything above 250000 just did not make my list. Uh, if you had real estate taxes in the state that were above 5000 a year, wow. you didn't make the list. Now, that, that shoots uh, down New Jersey, of course, <laughs> parts of Connecticut. Uh, and uh, I found Utah dropped off my list. I couldn't believe it because the housing prices are, are higher there. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. And in New Jersey, our real estate taxes average about $7,000. Now, Texas which made my list quite often, is considered one of the most expensive uh, places in terms of real estate tax. Mm. Do you know the average real estate tax that Texans complain about as being too high is about $2,300? <laughs> I, 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 I dare them to live in New Jersey for a right. year, to own a place. <laughs> they would go screaming and running back to uh, Texas. Right. Uh, and then North Carolina, 800 to to $1,000. Florida wow. in the neighborhood of 1500 to to 2000 uh, so there are plenty of places, Mississippi, the Gulf, the Gulf Coast along the uh, Panhandle, Florida, all the way through Texas, Mississippi, Alabama, very inexpensive places to uh, retire on the water, mm. on the water. Who doesn't want to live by the beach, especially us in New Jersey? We love the coastline. So uh, these 3,020, I had to vet down 
to I think I might I dropped it down to a thousand, and then I, I we have a proprietary scoring matrix that we used using ten factors, and uh, we ended up. Uh, I cut off the first top 100, and I said, this is where I'm going to draw my narratives on, and uh, spent then uh, two months writing up, uh, writing the book uh, after a year and a half of the research. Mm. So you looked at costs, uh, you looked at housing costs, taxes costs. Um, what, were, what were some of the other big ones that jumped out of you as far as uh, costs? Lowest sales tax, uh, uh, best climate, lowest crime rate. Who wants mm. to live in a community where there's cheap, it's inexpensive because everybody's getting mugged? Right. <laughs> so low crime rate was very important in, in my uh, analysis. Low uh, income tax, closest to a, um, a major or regional city. Mm. That's cultural aspect there. You want to have something to do. Closest to a hospital, airport. If you've got grandkids, as we were just talking, Tom's going to have grandkids one day, our caller. He's going to want to be close to an airport so his, his kids and his grandkids could come and visit him. Mm. So we focused on the uh, proximity to the airport and then also closest to beaches and the coastlines, which I, I, I just think is important for retirees, warm climate, nice beach weather. Mm. So those are the kind of things that we looked at. That's so important. And it's funny because I'm glad that you're going through these because when someone does consider a move or a retirement uh, decision, uh, they don't always add in all those factors. They Maybe one or two, they might. I see so many people making the mistake of just going for the housing number. You know, they see a, a house is cheap and they go, oh, I'm going to buy that. You know, how many times we see people buying cheap houses and getting stuck with them. And and uh, But when you think about all these other factors, there's so much more to consider when you're retiring. So, so you came up with the top 100, right? And um, uh, is there a big difference in the top 100 or are they pretty well close? I mean, are there, are there 10 that really differentiate themselves or are they all in that? Yeah, really I, think the the, I think the top 20 really differentiate themselves from the rest of the pack. Uh, and uh, the number one was Gregory, Texas. That's eight miles from um, really the, uh, the Gulf Coast. Mm. So you're, you're not right on the water, but you're close to it. Holly Hill, Florida came in as number two, and then Long Beach, Mississippi. They really separated themselves, those top three, from the pack because uh, the low housing costs, uh, low property tax, and um, proximity, mm. proximity to the, uh, the coast. Were, you know, the top, in the top 100, I would say 50 of them uh, are within a, a mile of the ocean. Right. So. Now, do you see that from a sociological standpoint overall? Do you see this as a new trend that we haven't had to deal with in the past, this migration of people? You know, I've always grown up, and you know, I've grown up in New Jersey, and I just use New Jersey. I know we have a national audience, but uh, I, I've grown up here, and I, I've never imagined myself living anywhere else on a permanent basis, you know, visiting maybe. Um, do you see that as a whole societal shift? Um, not necessarily. In New Jersey, it's a, it's a shift. Mm-hmm. Uh in the last, I would say, f- uh, five to seven years, uh, property taxes have just uh, gone through the roof. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a lot of clients that have no choice but to move out of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot, a lot of them are trying to move into Delaware, Pennsylvania, but um, it, it's, it's hard to find inexpensive housing in those areas. Right. Uh, so, you know, unfortunately, you have to go a little bit further south. Uh, until New Jersey gets their uh, arms around the, the property tax issue, mm. there's going to be a flight out of New Jersey that's going to continue. Uh, and and, and, we're, and what the problem with this recession is it's forcing people to do what they don't, really don't want to do or want to put off doing, which is move out of the state mm, right. because of their kids and their grandkids. 
So uh, I thought it was a very important topic, uh, book to write, because people are dealing with this on a, right now, especially in New Jersey and in New York and Connecticut and a lot of the Northeast, Chicago area, California, mm. can't afford where they live anymore. Right. So they have to move. Yeah, it's amazing. I had a friend that just came back from Chicago, and he's got kids that live there, and he was amazed at how the prices are going through the roof in that city. Yeah. Uh, it's incredible what's happening all over the country. And, you know, we have to understand that uh, all of this uh, ties into uh, planning and, and, and thinking ahead. And, again, the Scripture today, suppose if one of you wants to build a tower Will he not first sit down and estimate the cost to see if he has enough money to complete it? Luke fourteen twenty eight. And I know um, uh, you're a believer, Tom, and, and uh, I know you, you get all these doom and gloom calls. Let's talk just real quick because we're coming up against the end of the show already. How's your faith impacted your business and what you're doing? Well, I think the last three years, uh, and I was telling you this earlier uh, on a break, it, it really became important to me, prayer. Mm. Um because I imagine we're going through this great recession, and the, the phone calls I'm getting from businesses and individuals are, uh, if I have another month like this, I'm going to be out of business. By the way, I've been in business for 40 years. Uh, if I don't get a job uh, by April, I'm going to have to sell everything and move in with my parents. Wow. And I'm 40 years old. Oh, wow. And I have two kids. Mm. Imagine you get these phone calls, and I've gotten probably 50 of them. Uh, you, you, your initial reaction is it brings you down. Bring, it makes it made me depressed, to be mm-hmm. honest. So I, the depression affected me, and um, I started uh, reaching out to God in prayer. And I told you specifically what I do, mm-hmm. but I do certain things that I pray and, and say th- certain things every day to try and find the strength uh, to to drag me out of this depression that's being caused by all of these phone calls that I'm getting with all these people and it's getting it's not getting better right now mm-hmm. it's getting worse so uh I, i'm really leaning on prayer to try and uh, get me through this period because you know what in the united states we're the greatest country in the world this is no different than what we went through when uh carter when when reagan took over from carter mm-hmm. we're going to have the same we just need leadership that's right, and hopefully we'll get the right leadership in November next year, and we'll be able to turn this thing around. But you know, that brings us to our ultimate hope, and I want to thank you, Tom, for being in today, and that's where I think this last scripture ties in so well, Matthew twenty five thirty four. Then the king will say to those on his right, come you who are blessed by my father, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. God has created a better place for us, there's no doubt in my mind, and uh, one day he's going to pull all his children to the right and say, come on, you guys, you're coming with me and um, bringing you home. So regardless of the doom and gloom, I know you have a great positive attitude, Tom, and I know you're always upbeat, and I appreciate you coming in today. It was great stuff and information that people had to hear, and uh, I just want to remind people, top 100 cheapest places to retire in the U.S. in 2012. You can check that out at richhabits.net, written by Thomas Corley, richhabits.net, or you can go to the link at tandemradio.com, and we'll tie you right in. Tom, thanks so much for coming in today. Thank you very much, Glenn. I appreciate it. God bless you and all you do. It's always good working with you, Tom. We enjoy having you on the show. And I can't wait to hear your next book because I know those books are driven directly by needs and uh, it's so powerful. And that's what I like about Tom's writing. It's directly from needs of his clients. You're listening to Tandem Radio Live. And again, tandemradio.com is just an powerful, powerful resource area. Uh, You can get uh, today's show uh, there and listen back again to what goes on. We archive all the shows. You can uh, listen to all the previous guests have been on. You can go to our sponsor uh, 
uh, links that are on there. Our sponsors are good Christian business owners, and they believe in what uh, uh, what we believe in and uh, want to move forward in their life with God's guidance, and they, they do great work. So we encourage you to see those people. And there's also other uh, resources there as well that you can find out so much more, including about the new Tandem Path Business Network, which we're very excited about. You'll be hearing more about that in the weeks ahead. Thank you to Lucas for coming down and helping out today, and John being in the studio, and Jenna uh, being down as well. And uh, ladies, thanks for coming in today, Tara, and uh, so forth. Um, It's been a great day, and we hope you have a great weekend, and there's many, many more coming up that we're going to have fun and information for you, helping you walk in integrity at Tandem Radio Live on the Bridge FM. You've been listening to The Good News on Business, 